Welcome to the Why Wait Podcast. My name is Julie. My name is Beth, and we are your hosts. We are two sisters who love life coaching and are ready to ask you the question, why wait? Life is precious, and too many times we hold back, have fear or believe thoughts that leave us waiting. We understand we've been there. Join us as we help you progress and find personal fulfillment through knowledge as we teach you tools that will enable you to love yourself more fully and improve your own life. No more waiting. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining Julie and I today on the Why Wait podcast. We are getting ready to launch um, in, oh gosh, five days, our summer Mm -hmm. series. Um, It's every twice a month, we are going to talk about one topic uh, in the morning at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning. And we're just going to share with you a tool, a teaching tool, a little informative thing. And then we're going to coach. It's just going to be a short hour in the mornings. And we would love for you to go to our website, bethandjuliennewellcoaching.com and sign up for the summer series. It's free. We just need your email so we can send you the information and send you reminders. Um, Julie, before we talk about the topic today, do you want to say anything else about that? Nope. I don't. Come. And with the topic, the one thing that Julie and I've mentioned before in past podcasts is we noticed that every woman struggles with her weight. Uh, we don't think we've met anybody, even if they are what you would consider smaller, they still worry about putting on muscle or how they look or whatever. So there's or a if they've just lost 80 pounds, they still berate themselves. Like there's never a happy there's never a happy place. <clears throat> so with the summer series, Julie and I thought the first two uh, Mondays that we get on with you, we're going to talk about weight. Yep. Julie, do you want to? Yes. And that, that is the thing. Cause I think we go into summer and we work with, uh, you know, a lot of it is on weight and self-confidence and how we view ourselves and just getting to a happier place. And so our goal is to teach you that you can be happy even while you are working on weight because it is a and never ending thing like and it's supposed to be I think that we continue to work on our health and grow because once you get to there is no stagnant you either forward or backward and so once you get to a goal it, it is what's next because we're we need to progress so come and we'll, we'll teach you some tools that will help you, you be able to implement in the summer. And then, um, we'll continue teaching new tools each, um, every other Monday. So, but today Beth had a great analogy for, um, getting you to start to think about things in a different way. So I'm reading a book. I just actually, I'm almost done. It's called life. Isn't terrible. And, uh, Jennifer Finlayson five, she has a podcast and she had recommended that to a couple that she was doing therapy with. Um, and so I got the book from the library and one of the concepts that the author Kathleen, uh, shared in there was that the concept of, we all have our cell phones and what we do is we we'll take our cell phone, we'll put it on the picture where we're going to take a picture of something and we're looking out at everything. So we've got this wide panoramic view of whatever it is, our yard, our kids, our house, our plate of food that we're going to meet if we're an influencer or wanting to post things on Instagram, 
whatever it is. And her whole thought was that a lot of times in life, we're so focused on the outside and everybody else that we need to flip the camera and we need to look at ourselves and make the change within ourselves and not take that whole picture outside of us and get overwhelmed or feel like we can't do it. And so her concept was flip the camera. And when you flip the camera, it's the focus is on you. you you're the one that can make the change in your life. So with weight, I think it's a constant battle. I interesting little quick story. Paige came into my room the other night <clears throat> and she was just going through a whole bunch of pictures on my camera, on my phone. And she's like, mom, cause a couple of years ago, she was really, really struggling with her body image and all of us, her sisters, me, her brothers were less like Matt Paige, you look great. You're beautiful. You you're perfect. You're like, what are you worried about? And she would just cry and cry. And I do think a lot of it has to do with the social media and the pressure for girls and the pressure we put on each other as women. And she said to me, mom, why wasn't I happy then? I don't understand. How do I learn to love myself? And she sincerely, and I said, well, how do you love another person? And she's like, mom, no, no, no. But the whole point was, is she looked back. And even when she was so tiny and she still is tiny, she wasn't happy. She kept thinking there was something more. And now she's two years later and she's feeling that same way. And she's recognizing that she's going to look back in two years and be mad at herself for beating herself up right now. So you got to turn that camera around and you've got to learn to love yourself and focus on what you can focus on, which is what you have the ability to control. Yeah. And when you started telling that story, I had to think the humor in me had to think of when uh, I think Ellen DeGeneres used to tell a joke that like, have you ever opened your phone and you're like getting ready to take a picture and the camera's on you and you're like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the front, especially in the old days, the front camera was hit terrible. And you're always like at a, you know, chin level length. And it was like, ah, that's not what I wanted to see. And then your brain starts like funneling, like, oh, I look terrible, whatever. So I think step one sometimes is flipping that camera and being like, like you said, I love you. Look how great you are. And getting to that, that place. And then I loved that analogy of, so when we're overwhelmed and like, I've had to really work on this in the last little bit is, is taking each moment at a time, each meal at a time, each step at a time, because there is a lot placed on us expectations. Um, and if we think if our brain goes and like tries to manage all of that at once, you just want to shut down and you want to quit. And then you need your buffer or your crutch, which is usually food, right? So if I look at my body and I'm like, I need to lose 50 pounds. Everyone knows that's a big deal. Like that's not a big, you know what I'm trying to say? That is a, that's going to take a little time, a little effort. It's going to be some work and your brain doesn't want to work hard. And so it's going to be like, yeah, let's just have a cookie instead. That feels better. So you'll have that cookie. Right. And so, but if I stay in each meal or each bite, and this is, I spent years working on this and I would just notice the food I was eating. Did I like it? Did it taste good? How did it feel when it hit my stomach? How did I feel after and just really being in that environment and not thinking about the next meal and not thinking about what I should or shouldn't be eating, just really being present and tasting the food. So many of the foods I used to love, I have zero want for now because I started realizing and being there when I was eating it, that I, it didn't taste good. I wasn't hungry. I didn't feel good after, and I would eat it again and again, but I would stay there present 
And being with that camera flipped at me in that moment is truly what changed the way I look at food. And um, same thing with like food was my hobby. Like as we love to eat out, we love to make food, we love to, and like it has no dopamine rise for me anymore. And it's kind of sad. Like yesterday I went to go, um, I made dinner for the family. And then I was like, I should make a dessert. I started like perusing my Pinterest board and trying to find something to make. And I like spent a few minutes and then I finally was like, I don't want to at all. And so I didn't. And I really was like, does this love like feeding? I thought of what my children had eaten that day. And I was like, no, it isn't. That was just my brain wanting to have some fun. And so we did something else anyways. But um, my point being that one moment at a time, one camera flip at a time, I was able to change my habits, but it was not fast. It was not super easy. It took a lot of internal work, but it was a hundred percent worth it. So that's kind of our challenge to you is like knowing it's going to take some time, knowing it's worth it and, and doing it just one meal at a time, one step at a time. And I, there are a few things that I've, when I've worked with different clients individually about weight, because I did do keto for six years. And so it taught me a lot of things is there is no finish line. I've seen over and over and over again, people that work to lose weight and then all their habits, their systems, their belief system of quick fixes it goes back. So there's no mm -hmm. finish line. It's just a lifetime process that we're learning to allow our spirits to control our bodies. Also, uh, one thing that I love Brad Jensen says is um, slow as a go fast won't last. So it's a slow process and it takes time. And that's why we want to start the summer with it is it takes time. And so we want to challenge you just like pick one thing this summer that you're going to consistently do for June, July, and August, whatever. So some ideas that I had shared with Julie before we started recording was, you know, say you want to drink a gallon of water every day. Say you want to have 5,000 steps or 10,000 steps. Um, say you want to make sure you exercise 30 minutes, five days a week, like write that down somewhere, put it on your phone, wherever you need to do it set a goal. Say you want to eat five vegetables a day. Say you want I heard to a good one. Uh, yeah. Don't finish your food. Okay. Say Start you don't want your to finish brain, your food. Yeah. To like not oh. eat that last bite or like, just don't. And then it, it adds up. Yeah. You know, there's a ton of things that you can do to start choosing to implement into your life that will eventually <clears throat> overtake the other habits that you've set up for years. So mm -hmm. just practice them, find something you love. If you love to swim, if you love to walk, if you love to lift weights, if you love to do yoga, if you love to make wonderful recipes, just pick one thing and then commit to it. Like turn that camera back on you, your camera, focus on what you can change choices you can make, not anybody else around you, but what you can do. And it gives your brain a fun focus to do because your brain will focus on the negative when it's bored. And so when you give it a fun challenge like this, it's something to focus on every day. You're going to be happier just by igniting your brain and you flip the focus to the positive versus the negative. And so those two steps in itself is going to, is going to relieve some, some burden and give you some more peace in your life. And then yeah. come see us Monday morning. Yeah. Go to our website, sign up, 
uh, get registered. And then we'll see you on June 12th at 8 a.m. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today on our Why Wait podcast. If you want to share us with your family and friends, we would love it. The best way to do that is to leave us a review on iTunes or on any podcast platform that you are listening to us on. Also, as our gift to you, we have free Friday coaching every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The link will be in the show notes and we would love to see you there. Have a great week.